Good afternoon, Rye residents, and welcome to the Sotheby's Moment. I am your co-host and moderator, Nick Ivanovich, and alongside with me today is Sotheby's number one broker in Rye and all of Westchester County, Laura DeVita. How are you, Laura? Nice. Thank you so much for having me today. All right. So I live in New York City, and I live in one of these hot new neighborhoods. It's called NoHo. Fifteen years ago is the Bowery, and nothing good happened on the Bowery. And Rye, we don't have these crime-ridden neighborhoods, so there's no, <laughs> gentrification didn't really need to happen here. No. Uh, but can you tell me about if there are one or two sort of these hot new neighborhoods that young families are moving into uh, in droves coming up from New York City or, or, or elsewhere? Um, I think that what is appealing to young families, millennials these days, is convenience. So pockets of walk walkability factor. Can you walk to the train? Whatnot. You know, they're looking at you know price per square foot and how much they're getting for that. You know, convenience of lifestyle. So the neighborhoods really that come to mind right now are like Rye Garden and Glen Oaks. Mm-hmm. Those basically, you know, new construction which people want. They want something brand new just because they, you know, obviously don't want they don't have the time. They're dual income, you know, families. Mm-hmm. Both husband and wife are working, um, and it gives you the uh, obviously convenience to walk to school, walk to the train. Mm-hmm. Now you're walking to the Harrison train station, but still it gives you that ease of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like a lot of I have a lot of older, charming homes right now in the market, mm-hmm. and they're tending to forego probably those premier locations over convenience and ease of lifestyle on an everyday basis. All right, so when I was growing up in Rye, we just had the, you had sort of the Milton neighborhood, you had the, <laughs> the, the forest neighborhood if you're on the water, or right. the Rye Country Day neighborhood. Right, right. Uh, but, but now it seems like there's a Hicks Park. There's uh, Hicks Park, there's Glen Oaks, there's Rye Gardens, mm-hmm. Milton, right? Uh-huh. You know, Milton obviously I think is the most premier neighborhood because obviously it's flanked by it's a peninsula flanked by two bodies of water so obviously I live on Milton Point however what we're seeing right now these days is that young families coming in they like the idea of it however on their everyday life they may forego a very charming home on Milton Point for the convenience of Glen Oaks for example walking to the train so it's very interesting you know, I, that, I grew up, uh, I guess, maybe 100 yards from my country, and people in that neighborhood could walk to the train, Correct. and that was uh, and the moms and dad who, who worked in the city, and that, was a, and that was a big selling point for them. Right. Um, and it still is. I mean, it still is. Now, Rye Country Day neighborhood is beautiful. Mm-hmm. You have, it's an R1 zone, so it's one-acre lot, so therefore at a higher price point. Mm-hmm. So when you, you know, obviously between the two and a $4 million range, which is the medium of the market in Rye, even though those seem like high prices, you're not really getting that type of product within that neighborhood. Now, to the people who you've sold homes to in, the, in these neighborhoods, do you, do you feel that there's going to be a high resale value sort of 15 years from now because a lot of families are, are, are moving into these uh, neighborhoods and young families will continue to sort of in, in sure. the next generation? I think it's always that turnover. Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of families who grew up in Rye, uh, see the value once they leave and they want to come back and they want that same you know, lifestyle, childhood, academic excellence. So there will always be that turnover. Mm-hmm. I think Rye always holds its own. Even if we're in a softer market right now, there's still activity. All right. So here's a $64,000 question here. <laughs> so 
Should a new home buyer pay a premium for a pool? Uh, now, we only get about <laughs> three to four months of pool weather in here. Right. Uh, I, we moved all over as, as kids. We lived in La Jolla, so you have oh, 10 months. Oh, La beautiful. And, and then we're in Winter Park, Florida, which is where Rollins College is. Right. That's 11 months of pool weather. You don't need to heat the pool pretty much. No. But uh, my mother's old house on Milton, and my brother lives there now. That has a pool. But do you see a lot, a lot of buyers that, that, that they're asking for a pool? Nobody really asks for a pool. I think they ask about the potential of a mm -hmm. pool, which is interesting because I think that lends to the marketability factor on the back end. Should mm -hmm. I go to resell this home? I have X amount of you know square feet in the backyard. What's the acreage? Can it hold a pool? Should me as a buyer right now today want to put a pool in or as resale in the future? Now, I feel like a pool is 50-50. It's kind of like, What's coming through the What's coming through the door? Mm -hmm. Does someone like chocolate? Do they like vanilla? You can't please everybody. I think a pool is the kind of question that should I put put a pool in? Is that going to you know increase my market value? My answer to that would be no, not necessarily. However, if you do have a footprint to host a pool, if you will, then I would get some renderings to show that to a prospective buyer. Mm -hmm. That's how you would answer that question. So, I mean, especially since we have all these clubs in these, uh, Correct. You know, there's, there are five clubs, I think, or five, six clubs, maybe, <laughs> in the pool. It's true. The Y now has a pool. Uh, <laughs> you, do you know what my husband says? I mean, uh, off the record, he goes, the only reason why I go to the club, even though we actually do have a pool in our backyard, uh -huh. is so I can, you know, someone can serve me a drink. That's the only yeah. difference. Yeah. So, I mean, Rye is fortunate that we have, you know, six beach clubs, a beautiful stretch of a public beach. It's a, we're very fortunate to have that. So mm -hmm. in essence, given where we are, that we are not landlocked, you really don't need a pool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so my next question is, do you price high hoping that all that Rye has to offer will, will garner it? Or uh, depending on the market, um, do you price it where you're thinking you're, you're gonna get them a, a potential bidding war? Right. So I'm very mindful, and I, I love that word, um, and I'm very strategic. That's another word when it comes to pricing. And I tell my sellers when I go in first day, I like to pr talk price to death 24 hours before we list. We have to be mindful of the market that we're in. Rye used to be a bidding war seller's market, mm -hmm. so then you could price low knowing, or almost 95% knowing you're, you're going to garnish at least three to four bids. Mm -hmm. This is not the market that we're in right now, so you really can't apply that philosophy to today's market. So having said that, the people coming through the door, they're very, they have a lot of information, they're very savvy buyers. So that price, I always say, do you want to price it to see or do you want to price it to sell? In this market, you need to price it to sell, meaning you have to show value to the buyer, and you know they have been on the internet, on the house, they've done all their metrics, so you have to be just as educated and just as mindful. Otherwise, you're chasing your own tail in the market and you're chasing the market's tail, and that's never a good thing. So even though with a high property tax here, I still see Rye as the premier town in Westchester to move into uh, because of the great public schools starting from the age of six or five yeah, all the way through, uh, through, through their senior year. Um, sure. And but on the same, uh, you know, on, on on the same token, there, the, um, the the property taxes on there might might sort of it, it could basically the, the market is fluctuated because of that. Well, I mean, Rye in the county has the almost one of the lowest mill rates, mm -hmm. 
So when you look at, I look at rye and I say it's, it has the trifecta and what is that? It has the academic excellence, it has the water and the beaches, and it has such a quaint downtown. When you look at other comparable towns, let's say Bronxville or Scarsdale, that have the same academic integrity, if you will, as Rye, but doesn't doesn't not uh, does not offer that lifestyle that mm -hmm. Rye does, to me, it's game over. And given that those tax rates are much higher, it almost you can justify why you know the rates are where they are, and obviously make that sale that way. So my last question to you is: Everybody wants new construction. Can you tell me the differences between sort of the shoddy new construction and the premium new construction where you're not going to have to remodel sort of 10 years later after, the re after you've purchased sort of the, the medi mediocre right, me right, <laughs> new right, construction? Right. Well, I mean, basically, if you're going for new construction, which most of the buyers are because we live such a busy lifestyle, mm -hmm. you don't want to have to redo what's there, right? Mm -hmm. And you're paying a premium for it to be brand new and put your toothbrush in the holder. However... You don't want new construction that looks like it's a Home Depot vanity or, you know, where literally after, I had a client literally after a year and a half and they paid close to $3 million, the vanity was warping because it was really cheap. Mm -hmm. So you really have to look at the quality of the construction, the moldings, you know, is it an MDF board? Is it true thick wood? Those are the things that as an agent that you're in this market, you know the quality builders and the ones that are not, or you can actually spot a, a, a product that you should warn your clients, listen, because of this, we'll come in at a lower price and we'll, we'll justify our ask. So you really do have to look at those aspects. So can you expand on, on some of those materials as well? Because this is something that's great for the first time home buyer that they can ask their broker or they can ask their, their potential architect or, or uh, and so forth. Correct. That. I mean, you have to look at the flooring, right? Mm -hmm. The hardwood floors, uh, the thickness of the cabinets, uh, the countertops. You know, are they man-made? Are they, you know, are they marble? Like, for example, now everything is they're man-made. You want to mm -hmm. use quartz, a quartzite now marble. It you know really takes to ten, you know get a beating and whatnot. So those are the materials that you want to know what 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 are their useful lives mm -hmm. throughout the course of 10 years 15 years so then you know as a homeowner what you'll need to invest in any capital improvements so i would say the the materials that take a beating cabinetry countertops uh, things of that nature um, the ac units you know can they handle how many zones do you have mm -hmm. efficiency the type of insulation is it spray foamed or is it loose laid? Mm -hmm. So that really saves on energy costs. Like if you have spray foam insulation, that's a 40% reduction in your energy bill. So those are things when we go in with our buyers as agents, we look at these things as much as those are non-sexy items, mm -hmm. but those do have a meaningful impact to the bottom line. So if, if a potential buyer is looking at new construction, what are the what are, what are the rooms where the new construction really matters? Is it the master bedroom slash, yes. slash suite and or kitchen? Correct. Uh, you okay. hit the nail on All the right. head. <laughs> I'm Robin I mean, I mean, kid. We've moved four times in this town. Yeah, <laughs> okay. no, I mean the kitchen and the master because, and I always say this, I always tell this when we're, you know, speaking with builders and focus sessions and development sessions, that is where someone will, you know, end their day and start their day. So mm -hmm. you want those two rooms to be the most mm -hmm. pleasant, especially the kitchen is the heart of the home, and you want that to be able to fit your immediate family, to host large gatherings. And again, that's where it's going to take a beating, that's where you use it every day, so you want those materials to be of the best quality. Same thing in the master. 
the master is, you know, obviously it's a significant part. This is where, you know, the breadwinner is gonna come home after a long day and they're go going to want to feel like they have a nice retreat at the end of the mm -hmm. day. So those two rooms are very important. Mm -hmm. And then, so you'll talk with your potential uh, clients on this, on, on the materials that go into these rooms as absolutely, well. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'll say, listen, you may want to forgo this particular house because of X, Y, and Z. They really didn't put the highest in the materials. Let me show you why. Let me take you to another home and let me see if you can see the difference with the naked eye, obviously. And as they go on the market and they see a lot of houses, then they become educated. And I think there's a lot of value in an educated buyer. All right, Laura, your dime, your dance floor. Let's talk about your <laughs> listings here. All right, uh, every, every broker gets to talk about their listings. At, oh, at well, the end thank of you for the opportunity. <laughs> I appreciate just being here. Um, well, just as I said before, the walkability factor I think is huge given the fact that we all now have cell phones, so life I think moves at a lot quicker pace. And I have two listings that are walk to town. One, oddly enough, that is a charming old home, almost on an acre, um, three hidden spring lane. It's a beautiful, beautiful old home uh, with high ceilings built in the 1920s, three floors, seven bedrooms. It just needs a little TLC. And it's listed in the low twos right now. I think someone can come in and put 250 or half a million into it and they will have a spectacular home that is worth over $3 million. So that is really, really a great value buy right now. That's, uh, that's interesting because we have, you know, uh, people always got away. The new construction, or do I pay sort of like a million less, but maybe I can spend- Make it my a, own. Exactly, yeah. a half a million, and then it could be potentially worth the three million or, or higher come resale it's time true. 15 years later. Yeah. Um, and then do you have the Four Phillips Lane? Uh, Four Phillips Lane, I mean, that uh, is spectacular. Four Phillips Lane is the Hamptons in Rye. <laughs> I know, Without I, the commute. <laughs> I, I, I pass it, I can't afford it. I just wanted, I just wanted you to talk about it. I, I was actually there today, and thank you for asking. I was there today, and literally, the, the way the sun was glistening off the water, I had to put sunglasses on in the kitchen. I was thinking, oh my gosh, if I could afford this home, just to have to wear the sunglasses at the kitchen sink, it is just a spectacular home. It's a waterfront property that not only has water views, but it has water access, it has a dock, and it has its own private beach with a pool. So it's everything that you can imagine, and it has the elevation where it doesn't require insu flood insurance. Oh. So it's like the, the beauty of the water without the worry. And I have to say, and the quality of the construction there, it's built by Lorano Homes, it's top notch. It is really a spectacular home. I plan on having a launch party in the next two weeks just to invigorate interest and have more people through the door. Any other Lorano homes that you have? Uh... We have uh, Five Eve Lane right now, mm -hmm. that's under contract. Oh. So, which at a great price, that's obviously center of rye, almost half an acre, nice young family moving in, and we have 73 Hewlett, which is on the market, on Milton Point at 4295, it's over 6,000 square feet, beautiful, beautiful home, and in a very cohesive, you know, sought after neighborhood. So, all right. Well, Laura, I learned a lot today, and I know our listeners will too. But thank you very much for this. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.